COVID has changed the future of work. That is the title of a brand new op-ed in today's National Post, penned by Ontario's Minister of Labor, Monty McNaughton, who believes that work is and has fundamentally changed. And he joins us to talk further on this here on Global News Radio. Monty, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Jeff, great to be back on with you. Okay, in the piece you write about a committee of experts who have tabled an interim report to your government, uh, what are their initial findings, Monty, when it comes to COVID and work? Well, certainly we wanted to move uh, quickly uh, on this. We know the pandemic has changed uh, the workplace for thousands and thousands of workers uh, in Ontario. Uh, I put together a committee to work over the summer. They met with hundreds of uh, people and businesses and, and labor groups to really uh, receive uh, feedback on what the government should doing should be doing to adapt to uh, the future of work. Uh, they gave me an interim report uh, in August, and we moved immediately on introducing legislation, uh, the Working for Workers Act, which actually passed uh, about an hour ago at Queen's Park. And it's to deal with things like right-to-disconnect policies, uh, banning non-compete clauses, uh, and even things like recognizing uh, foreign credentials for newcomers. What about to work from home? Let's talk a bit about that, because I think that is obviously the uh, hot topic. So many people since the beginning of this pandemic have been uh, working from home. Many continue to do so. Uh, Has the committee offered any findings at all about that? Uh, How does your government feel about uh, work from home, Uh, even at least part time? Should that be uh, a worker's right, do you think? Well, again, I mean, the workplace has changed. Uh, About 90% of people uh, in Ontario believe that the workplace has changed uh, forever. One of the uh, things that we brought forward right away is requiring employers that have 25 or more employees uh, to have a right to disconnect policy to really be transparent with workers on when they should be uh, on the clock versus off the clock. One of the biggest things I think we've all seen during the pandemic is the lines being blurred between uh, work time and personal time or family time. We're trying to bring you know transparency around that so workers uh, know when they need to be on the clock and off the clock. Yeah, and that's such a difficult uh, balance to uh, find, as we know, both as employees and for employers. So how do you do that, and what is work-life balance? Uh, what does that look like? I mean, a right to disconnect is uh, one thing, but are there other tools in the toolbox, do you think, here? I mean, we've heard about the, the four-day work week, talked a lot about that. Is that something the committee is looking into? Well, there will be more to come uh, on this. There will be a final report uh, released uh, soon uh, to really lay out some of their other uh, findings. I think... You know, as a government, we moved quickly on the interim report. Uh, we introduced uh, legislation working for workers, uh, and it passed, I'm proud to say, with uh, all party support uh, at Queen's Park. One of the things that the committee heard um, was a uh, loud uh, cry from uh, app-based food delivery workers. Uh, many of them were refused uh, washroom access during the pandemic, yet they delivered you know, groceries and and fast food and and restaurant food to uh, our homes uh, during the pandemic. So in this legislation, uh, we're requiring uh, businesses uh, that have these drivers uh, pick up uh, food or or deliver food to to give these workers access to washrooms. 
But when it comes to work from home, Monty, or the four-day work week, is that something, do you think, that the government needs to initiate or act on, or can they? I mean, is that something that should be legislated, or do you think that that's just something between uh, businesses, employers, and employees that are worked out on a uh, case-by-case uh, basis? And is this something that uh, we're going to see that maybe some employers are forced to move on some of these issues in order to remain competitive when it comes to attracting talent? Well, that's a a great question. I mean, when you think today in Ontario, 316,000 jobs are going uh, unfilled. Uh, There's a huge uh, labor shortage uh, in our province. When the pandemic hit, there were 200,000 jobs going unfilled. So the situation uh, is certainly getting more uh, challenging. Uh, We know many uh, employers out there are doing things differently. They're adapting uh, to meet their employees' uh, needs, which is uh, good. Uh, my commitment and our government's commitment is to rebalance the scales, make sure that we're not going back to where we were uh, before the pandemic. That's why, for example, we move forward with uh, a minimum wage uh, increase uh, on January the 1st and another one on October uh, of 2022. And then uh, I guess lastly, this is an issue that uh, you know the, this government and future governments will need to monitor on a regular basis to ensure that labour laws Uh, and government policies are keeping up with what's happening in workplaces. You write in this uh, op-ed for the National Post today that over the coming months, our government will continue to announce a series of changes to, as you just mentioned, rebalance the scales. Can you give us an idea exactly what that means, what uh, your government's looking at? Well, there'll be a number of uh, initiatives uh, coming forward, um, all of them based, you know, on ensuring that workers have bigger paychecks and more uh, take-home pay. Uh, more workplace uh, protections, because certainly COVID has changed uh, workplaces from a health and safety standpoint, but also ensuring that all workers have more opportunities uh, in Ontario. That's why we're investing historic amounts in the skilled trades, get people into the skilled trades careers that are uh, obviously well-paying, in many cases with pensions and benefits, but also training people for these in-demand jobs that are close to home in, in other fields as well. Just finally, Monty, I wanted to ask you about this a committee of uh, experts who have tabled this uh, report. I've had uh, at least one person email as we've been talking here wanting to know exactly who's part of that uh, committee and specifically wanting to know if there's workers. Are they uh, represented uh, here at this uh, table? Are they part of employees? Are they part of this uh, table of experts? So we certainly met with uh, all kinds of uh, workers. For example, I met with members of uh, Gig Workers United who uh, work for app-based uh, companies. Uh, there's There were hundreds of uh, discussions had with uh, workers, with uh, employers, with uh, associations, unions. Uh, everyone is at the table to have input. Uh, again, that's why we move forward on, on the washroom access that came directly from workers. All right, got to leave it there for now. Uh, Monty, really appreciate the time as always. Uh, Thanks so much. And obviously we will be watching with interest as this uh, moves forward, as this is uh, one of the big topics as we continue to move through this pandemic and hopefully finally towards an endemic. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. Minister of Labor, there is Monty McNaughton with us. And we're back after a break here on Global News Radio.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.